Yo, Messiah, kick it one time, boy. Yo, MVP, let's mix it. Stop, marinate and listen. Rice is back with a brand new glisten. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Float like a rice cooker daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn up the heat and let's go. To the extreme, a rock a crock pot like a vandal. About to eat more rice than I can handle. Hey, hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You, uh, you know who we are. You know why we're here. I'm Philip. I'm a microphone messiah. I'm the current bullet cast champion. My co-host, he's a Canadian destroyer, BT, Brandon Tanguma. You know exactly why we're here. We're here to talk about wrestling pro wrestling, sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it. We are here to talk about it. It. I mean, Brandon, how are you doing, man? You feeling good? You feeling good, man? Feeling. It's, th- it's Thursday. You know what that means. I'm feeling fantastic. I know I'm wearing orange right now. but I feel like a 300-pound orange weight have been, has been lifted off my shoulders. I'd, I'd, I'd go more like maybe, maybe 230. That's being very generous. It is being very generous. Uh, it's a new day in America, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I, uh, I threw it on my stories. You know, as, as a black man in America, I feel a little bit safer. You know, we, we got a we, we got a new commander in chief. Shout out to Big Papa Joe, 46th president of the United States. Madam Vice President Kamala Harris as town business. I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. Let's uh, let, let's see what they can do in the next four years. Hopefully they get another run, too. Once once the four years is up. Absolutely, absolutely. You excited, man? You excited for this, uh, this, this changing of the guard in the United States of America? So excited, just can't hide it. Speaking of excitement, uh, tomorrow is the birthday of West Ghost Design. Uh, he created the beautiful Bullet Cash Championship, and he's been killing the game with all uh, custom title creation that he's been doing over the last year. So happy birthday, man! Uh, hope you hope you enjoy it. You know, make your make make yourself something nice for your birthday. And not only that, HD for Life. This is a new T-shirt company started up by Joe Guzman, a friend of the Bullet Cast. He's actually he's been on the show back when we used to go into the studio. Yes, yes, yes. He's a creative writer. He's done some. He's his uh, work has been used on Impact Wrestling a couple years ago. Yeah. So HD for Life. This is his new uh, T-shirt company. You can find it at Teesprings.com. Uh, he's gonna ha- be having different characters. Like his first one and his first character is H Dog. Basically, it's a it's a graffiti. A t-shirt company you know they have a they, they have a lot of they, they have a, they have a lot of cool stuff i know their first design is called get her done i've seen the i've seen some of the stuff i like it i might have to might have to cop one but yeah guys uh teesprings.com uh backslash hd for life go buy some of uh, joe's t-shirts they look really cool and i'm incredibly happy for what he's doing all right with all that being said let's jump into it smackdown recap so last week uh, we find out that Adam Pierce will not be wrestling uh, Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. It will indeed be Kevin Owens. How, how did you feel about that swerve? I mean, it was uh, it's a swerve, bro. I, I think we get maybe a little too many swerves in wrestling these days, but uh, I did feel like it was you know a good move to kind of get Kevin Owens back in the fold. I, I was wanting to see Adam Pierce wrestle. I wanted to see how that would have panned out. Maybe you can get Kevin Owens in, as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble because there's probably not going to be too many of those this year. And it's also fun because Roman, he's been around for, I don't know, what, four or five months at this point, and he hasn't really gotten one-upped on. So this is kind of like, it's a small little thing, but finally, you know, the baby faces are getting one-up on the heel right now. 
That's that's not good. That's not good. You don't want to one-up the head of the table. You really don't. Paul Heyman said that this could be Hall of Fame worthy. Brandon, would you agree that this current incarnation of Roman Reigns is it Hall of Fame worthy? Now, what are we talking? Are we talking WWE Hall of Famer? Because as much as I dog on the Hall of Fame, I would say Roman Reigns is already a Hall of Famer in the WWE. I mean, we're talking we're talking about the run, this new run, like this new element of of Roman Reigns. Because I mean, the head of the table thing, it's evolved. It truly has. Like when he first debuted, you know, wreck everyone and leave. I'm the head of my family's table. When he's feuding with Jay, and then when he starts feuding with Kevin Owens, like, no, I'm not just the, the head of my table. Like, if I'm not here, yo kids don't eat. I'm like, oh, he's kind of right. Like, oh, man, you know, like, when he was gone, the ship wasn't really, it was headed towards an iceberg. It really was, you know? He's, he, when, when Roman is there, the product is better. There's more food on everybody's table, you know? Roman's basically saying he's the provider for everybody in WWE. And I like that. I do. It's different. I will say Roman is doing fantastic work in this storyline could possibly, you know, elevate him even more as uh, I don't even know how far he can elevate because I don't know if this is going to make him like a superstar like Stone Cold or The Rock. But this could possibly uh, be a way to get him to turn babyface and maybe people will actually like him. But that's not for this year, next year, maybe in three years, but soon. We don't know. Thanks. Roman Reigns, better athlete than uh, Dwayne Johnson. Can we say that? No. Well, why, why not? Why can't we say that? Uh, well, The Rock is a national champion, and he could have played pro football. I mean. We're talking about in the world of sports entertainment. Well, you said, you said athlete. Is he a better athlete in the world of sports entertainment? I'd still probably say The Rock's a better athlete. Really? I might go Roman. I mean, I. Roman, I, I think he's a better athlete than Austin. I mean, Austin, he could wrestle. He he could wrestle before you know he got dropped on his head. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, th- that's a discussion for another time. People, let us know. Email us. You know, DM us. Is a Roman Reigns a better athlete than Stone Cold and The Rock? We need to know. We need to find out. All right, Apollo Cruz. Could he be joining the family? You know, he was. Hey, look, Roman did a lot for him in just that little brief segment of them talking on the couch that elevated Apollo just a little bit, just a tad bit, you know, he had a more aggressive uh, feel to him when he wrestled uh big E for the championship. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly where they're going with this. Apollo turned heel kind of a little bit, not really with that match against big E a couple weeks ago. And I'm not saying he's going to like turn and like be with the, the family, the head of the table but maybe it's kind of a, an ongoing storyline where heels kind of look up to roman and they try to like be with him and they try to leech off him but then that also kind of defines the, the heels even down even more just kind of you know his lackeys but i mean apollo at, at this point he's kind of defined at a certain level so maybe if he's able to be with the be with roman for a little bit and then maybe roman does like discard him because then that would like turn a baby that would turn him baby face and then it'd be the whole Seth Rollins situation where the heels don't want him. So then he turns to the fans and now he's baby face, but you know, I, I mean, we got to wait and see exactly what happens. Absolutely. All right. Shinsuke Nakamura returned with his old theme song. Yeah. Yeah. That, I forgot what that sounded like. It sounded good. He defeats Jey Uso. Good match. Uh, Nakamura these last few weeks, it's definitely been a positive what he's been doing, but 
I, I mean, they're not exactly portraying him as the world beater that possibly he could be and be the guy to dethrone Roman. Not saying that that's what he should be. Could have been a few years back, but uh, I mean, he still continued to do good stuff. I, I don't see him as like a Royal Rumble favorite at the moment, but I am appreciating that they're kind of building, you know, building up a little bit. Shinsuke still kind of has the reputation of maybe phoning it in. So I don't know if maybe he's like, he looks around and is like, maybe this is my last real run. They're actually kind of giving me a chance. Maybe I'll, I'll try to do something with it. You never know. Uh, could, could we get Brock knock? Is, is that possible? Can we, can we see that? I haven't heard anything about Brock Lesnar returning. It, it is a, it's always a possibility. I know he's demanding a, a boat ton boatload of money, but uh, AEW seemingly isn't inter- interested because he's just demanding too much money. I think WWE is really the only landing spot for him. I mean, Nakamura, it's a, it's a feud we haven't seen before. So at least that's interesting, but I, I just don't know what those two would do together because as I said, Brock has his, has his, you know, issues about doing things. Nakamura maybe isn't the most motivated person in the world. So maybe they just kind of phoned in some suplexes, some kicks and they go home. I don't know, man. The last couple of years, Brock's put on some bangers. I don't know. Roman Reigns, a better athlete than Brock Lesnar. No. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. No, no, no. I mean, Brock Lesnar, NCAA heavyweight champion, ultimate fighting champion. <laughs> I mean, come on. I just, I just, just wanted to check you. Just, I mean, to I mean, Roman had at. a, Roman had a, he had a nice, he had a nice little football career of his own. But I mean, Brock, I mean, Brock, he, he's a, he, he's, he might be the greatest combat sports athlete in history. We don't know. And we he don't. almost made the Minnesota Vikings roster. Absolutely, but he was just too old. That was the only reason he didn't make it. How old was he at the time? Do we know? He's like mid to late twenties, but at that point you're kind of old in the NFL. He, kinda, he was kind of old. Look, my my boy, my boy, my boy, Tom Brady. You know, shout out that that big win over the Saints. You know, shout out. I mean, come on, man. Well, he was too old to be a rookie to learn new things because then okay. by the time he learns those things and perfects them, he would be like in his thirties, and then it's just it's done. Yeah, Might as well just draft some some young twenty some out of college and teach him what to do. That's that's true. That's that's very true. Jesus. All right, uh, Baron Corbin defeats Rey Mysterio. Solid, decent match. Because Corbin's feuding with the Mysterio clan now. Yay. Whatever happened to uh, Aaliyah and Buddy Murphy? Um, They're doing things off screen. Okay, that's yes, nice. Yes, yes, yes. Ding dong, hello! It is the new talk show from Bailey. Her guest was the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. Um, this happened. This did happen. Is that all we got to say? Uh, well, I I must have missed like the SmackDown where Bailey like made this her th- her uh, catchphrase and not 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 a fan, not a fan. It's been on like socials, like like network, not network, but like dot com exclusives, like the little interviews that her and Sasha were doing with their little, when they were running together. Like, who's the best? Ding dong. Hello. It's us. You know, that's what she was doing. Um, mm, I don't know. Uh, Cesaro gets a big win over Daniel Bryan. Yeah, big win. I mean, Shinsuke and Cesaro both kind of getting a little elevated at the moment. This does hurt my cause for Daniel Bryan being a winner of the Royal Rumble. But on the other hand, 
WWE loves 50-50 booking, so if you're going to put someone over big at a match later on down the road, you know that's going to happen, then you have them lose earlier on to give the rub to other people so they can say that they beat the guy who beat the guy and blah, 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 blah. Not saying it's right. That's just what WWE does. I mean, sometimes you got to do that, you know? But you just shouldn't do it with everybody. Because then when you do it with everybody, nobody matters. I mean, they, they don't do it with everybody. They do it to everyone except for Roman, Drew McIntyre, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. That's pretty much it. Exactly. Elite-level stars. That's like four. Elite-level stars. And then you, you can't just have all four. They've all been championed within the past year. Elite-level stars. Ratings aren't the best. Except for, I mean, SmackDown's doing pretty good, but Raw. Absolutely. Not going to talk about it. That's why I'm wearing blue. SmackDown's the HBO. We're not even talking about Monday Night Raw here. Yeah. We have a fan mail about it, but as far as covering you're not gonna it, You're not going to talk about that dirt sheet? Um, what are you talking about? You're not going to talk about the dirt sheet? What dirt sheet? What happened? Oh, with... <laughs> no, we're not talking about that here. Um, So I guess next week we get uh, Sasha Banks versus Reginald. That uh, should be interesting. They don't ever do intergender wrestling, like serious intergender wrestling. So I would assume this is going to be some sort of like comedy type of type of thing. He, Reginald is a wrestler. Uh, he is like an NXT PC. Have, have you ever wrestler. seen him wrestle? I have never seen him wrestle. So I, we don't know this for sure. We don't know I mean, that he's a wrestler. I, I saw him get tagged on Twitter, or Instagram. So then I went to the account and he's like in the ring and he's an NXT PC guy. Okay, so, I've, I've never looked at his social he media. Only, he only has like, I don't know, 500 followers, which I feel is insane because he's on SmackDown. He's Carmella's, uh, what's, what's Somalier. Some, I almost get like liaison, but that's, yeah, that's yeah. I think I, I've been a liaison in my, in my past, but I'm, I'm trying to move up to be a Somalier. There's okay. like a hierarchy. Got it. You're just yeah. going to be tasting wines and, you know, sampling yeah. them and telling I'm the so- Bella twins how much this wine is. And absolutely, it. I, I, absolutely. You know, that's, that, that's, that's what we're going for. Cause like liaison is like a VP. And then Somalia is like is like the, the the higher office, absolutely. Head of the table. Yeah, you know. All right now, all right now. <laughs> oh man, oh Jesus, oh God, oh my God. Uh, we're gonna move on from SmackDown. AJ Styles had an untold on the WWE Network talking about what led to his uh, WWE debut in the Royal Rumble in 2016. You know when they just had the camera on Roman's face. And then we should have been looking at the screen where it said, I am phenomenal. And we, sh- I mean, I still popped, but we should have been able to pop harder with the rest of the crowd in Orlando that night. Yeah. I still will never understand the reasoning for that. It wasn't like Rome. It was literally, it was only Roman in the middle of the ring. So why was the camera on his face when the whole point of the Titan Tron was to reveal phenomenal? I, Kevin I Dunn, bro. Know. Brandon, we took we've taken some TV classes, you know. Maybe maybe we should maybe Vince should hire us. Maybe I mean it's been a little while since I've been in the TV truck, but you know it's yeah. like riding a bike. Absolutely, you know, just just show where's the audio board. All right, I'll I'll, I'll work that. Brandon, you know he can he, he can direct it. Brandon, probably one of the best floor directors that that uh that class ever had, guys. Aww. And if yeah. it wasn't for SF State having dumb rules, I would have minored in television. But apparently that's just too similar to journalism, which I, uh, I still never understand. I, I I don't know. I don't know. That class has gone way down since since my days there, you know. Even further since I was there. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. But what do you think of the untold for the phenomenal one? Well, I definitely, definitely did watch this untold, Philip. 
but uh, I, I and I'm not not BS, and I actually watched this instead of watching Raw live, and I thought it was quite interesting. It was only like a half hour long, so you don't get like too too much in depth about it. You kind of like skim through AJ's uh, personal life in the beginning, you know, him doing the indies, TNA. They touch on it a, a tad bit, which I, I mean, it's only half hour. It's uh, advertised as his debut at the Royal Rumble, so I'm not too big about that. But AJ came across as a, a good guy. Don't know if. You know, when he's a heel right now, the best time to really release this, but it's just something WWE does all the time. And it, it did make me want to see like a legit WWE full length documentary on AJ Styles career, especially like the T- the TNA days. I don't know how in depth they can really go. They have a lot of guys there that could talk about it. Samo- it was really just AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. That was really just the two people that just talked about it. But I don't I don't know why they didn't grab Kurt Angle. I mean, the, the, those matches AJ had with Kurt back then were, were great. You know, maybe this, I mean, this was during the pandemics. So maybe that was the time where Kurt Angle was uh, future endeavored. Yeah, that's true. I, I would love to see a, uh, a a nice a nice little two hour documentary about AJ and like the whole the whole career and you know get some guys to talk about Japan, whoever you can get. But uh, I mean, it was nice that they you know normally WWE doesn't like to acknowledge other companies, but to acknowledge I mean, we've seen further acknowledgement of like New Japan and TNA in the last couple of years with the certain guys that. I've worked there that are within the company. So I think that was cool. I mean, it's a nice little doc. You know, I, I recommend you go watch it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right. Out, we got some exciting news, guys. We got some exciting news with outside of the ring. So uh, Stephanie McMahon has confirmed that they're going to try to have fans at this year's WrestleMania. It's going to be at Raymond James Stadium. The goal is 25,000, which you know, we'll see. We'll see. But they've also revealed the other sites for the upcoming WrestleManias in a wonky um video that they put on all their socials and whatnot. So next year's WrestleMania is going to return to AT&T stadium in Dallas. And then uh, the WrestleMania after that in 2023 is going to be in Los uh, Angeles. We are going Hollywood. Are, are you excited? You excited to go Hollywood in a couple years, Brandon? So excited. Should have been going to Hollywood this year, but that just ain't happening. So when it comes to uh, Tampa WrestleMania, we kind of assume that was, that was the case. There was reports a few months ago and now it's official. My only thing is the fan situation. Yeah, I know that in the NFL and in college football and some other sports, they're having fans, but I still feel like it's too it's too early. And even it's going to be two nights on uh, for WrestleMania in Tampa Bay. So it, it's more than just 25,000. If it is 25,000, then it's going to be like 40 to 50,000 people together. I know that's not going to be all full and everything. Like that. I still feel it's too early, too soon to be having fans, but... I mean, it, it's it's what's going to happen. This is WWE, and I think they have waited in their minds long enough, and they really want to put on a show with fans in WrestleMania in their minds is the, the best part to do that. AT&T Stadium next year, in theory, we should be past the pandemic, so there shouldn't be any restrictions, and they can just fill it up to the brim and maybe set a new attendance record. And I, I would assume they push California back because we have the strictest laws, and even in 2022, they don't know exactly what's going to happen. So, 2023, are we going Hollywood, brother? Well, I was supposed to go this year, so if you know I'm still around, I got the the financials, then you're, then we you're, out. You're here for the long haul, bud. You're here for my, my my goal is to get paid to go to WrestleMania. Oh, I, I mean, absolutely, but I mean, I'm saying like when it comes to this show, you're here forever. We're gonna be doing this until we're like fifty past. We're gonna be doing this in our fifties, Brandon. We're gonna be the Tom Brady of wrestling podcasting. Oh God, we should. That's a great thing about podcasting. It doesn't really take a toll on your body. You can do this forever. 
forever forever and ever. what does this do for the rock is the rock coming back this year next year all the way at hollywood is that too late um I, I, I have no idea i have no idea what's gonna happen there i, I really really do not mm. yes yes we're rock major celebrity can we say that is, has this been confirmed hey he had a good run he's doing okay i know he played a tooth fairy and a scorpion king i think i think that's it right he like he like drives cars in some movie i think Okay, absolutely. All right, Brian Pillman, Flying Brian. He will be, uh, I think, episode one of the new season of Dark Side of the Ring. Yes, I have, I have the whole, I have, I have the whole uh, episode log for season three here. So let's go. Uh, we have Flying Brian Pillman, and then we have, uh, uh, f- was it Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling? We have Extreme Pro Wrestling, which uh, XPW. That was a that was a great company. I, I hate that it got defunct. Uh, you have Nick Gage, you have WCW slash New Japan Pro Wrestling's Collision in Korea 1995. That was a massive show. You have the Smith family. This is about Jake the Snake Roberts. And then you have Bruiser Bedlam Johnny K9, which I've never heard of that person a day in my life. But uh, yeah, those are those are those are the uh, episodes for season three. Uh, how do you feel about that? I'm excited. Now that we're getting into th- season three, we're kind of getting deeper into the weeds or, you know, this Brian Pillman, that's a big one. You know, a lot of people probably will know uh, the collision in Korea. That's another kind of big one that's been talked about, especially on Eric Bischoff show. But uh, a lot of those, like, I'll be honest, I don't know too much about it. So I'm going to be excited to, to watch it and learn some things from the dark side of the ring. What else I'm excited to watch young rock. It comes out February 16th. It's, it's awesome, man. I mean, dude, you're going to see the life and times of a young Dwayne Johnson born right out here in Hayward, California, They're going to Hawaii and moving all over the world. While his father, uh, the late, great Rocky Johnson, was, you know, trailblazing and being electrifying back in his day in the squared circle. It's, just, it's good, man. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I really am. Yeah, I've seen the, uh, the commercials on NBC, so check it out. Probably end up watching it because there's nothing really else to watch, but... I mean, there's so much stuff to watch. We but, still got to watch the Go Big Show. I still, I've yet to see it. I've seen like a couple minutes. I need to watch a whole episode. I saw the first, se- so well, I guess I saw the only season, but I haven't seen the Christmas special. Which maybe I'll just wait till next Christmas now. Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of exciting news, Brandon. You, you, you know, um, you, you know, I'm dropping a single pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rice, rice, baby. Nice little parody of uh, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. I'm, I'm going in the weird al- element of music, you know, just doing parodies of songs, you know. Uh, that's why you need to listen to the audio of the Bullet Cast, ladies and gentlemen. It opened this thing. It opened this bad boy. A snippet of it, not the whole thing. I, I can't give it out to the people for free, you know. Absolutely not. Um, moving on to inside of the ring, we have Matt Cardona. He makes his uh, Impact Wrestling debut at Hard to Kill. Uh, I have not seen Hard to Kill, Brandon. I highly doubt you've seen this either. But Cindy has, and if you want to recap, go listen to Into the Stratosphere and listen to Cindy talk about it. Absolutely. Or, you know, in the click. We talked about that last night. Yes, sir. All right. This day in wrestling, CWF House Show 1987. Bruiser Brody defeats Lex Luger in a cage. Royal Rumble 1990 was won by um, hold on. a Clash of Champions. Wait, wait, who, who's that? Who? What? Who? Who won? But Clash of Champions 18. Uh, Jesse Ventura makes his debut in WCW 1992. The 1996 Royal Rumble was won by the best in-ring performer of all time, Shawn Michaels. 20 years ago today, the 2001 Royal Rumble was won by Stone Cold Steve Austin. He won his third Royal Rumble, the most in the history 
of the match. WWE Metal 2002, AJ Styles makes his WWE debut and he loses to um, the Hurricane. Raw on this day in 2019, you have Bailey and Sasha wrestling Natty and uh, Ronda Rousey. You almost forgot her name. All right, and AEW. Anomite! This is took place on Jericho's cruise one year ago today. We have Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defeat uh, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian for the AEW Tag Team Championships. So much things. A lot of Royal Rumble talk, which we will get into eventually. One of these days we'll talk about the Royal Rumble. And uh, nice to see, you know, starting to get some some dynamites. Now we're getting some dynamites on this day. So look at that. AEW becoming historical. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, fan mail, yay. Hootie Hoo 420. Hootie Hoo. Mates, I mean this with all honesty, but what in the bloody... Ooh, I can't say that word. Was H-E-Double Randy... Hockey Sticks? No. No. The other one. Oh, uh, was Randy wearing on his face? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I did not watch Raw this week. I didn't. I, well, I've, I watched I've, Raw. I've, I've seen I the picture. I watched the product. And yeah, I don't know what the hell was going on there. I mean... If they're doing this route with, with Randy Orton, I, God only knows what they're going to do with The Fiend if and when he comes back, probably at the Royal Rumble. But, uh, I mean, it was very ambitious. He cut like a 10-minute promo in the, uh, the Luchador mask or whatever kind of mask you call that. But uh, it was different. I, I will say that. And I, I felt like it was maybe a, a little bit too long, a little too dramatic. But, I mean, they, they got a lot of time to fill and they're putting a lot of, especially with Drew McIntyre out there, they're definitely uh, putting all their eggs in the Randy Orton fiend basket right now. I, I guess. So the dirt suit was, was that guy called Drew Fattentire? I, I don't know, but he had his kilt or something or another. And he, uh, his thing, his, his backside was hanging out. That's disgusting. Yes. Robert Robert Walker. Hey guys, is there anything in wrestling that makes you cringe? For me, it's a lot of blood. And he put a blood a blood emoji. That's funny. Austin versus Brett from uh, WrestleMania 13 isn't too bad, but Cody versus Dustin from D, uh, Double or Nothing. I'm like, good God, is that man okay? I can't watch this much more. Um, I don't really have a problem with blood. I think, like when Pete Dunn or like uh, 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 Shayna Baszler when they like get somebody's like arm or something and they fold it like this and they stomp on it. I'm like, Oh my God. Like that, that looks like that hurts for real. Are they okay? I think that's the only thing. I'm not like cringing, but I'm like, ah, my God, that looks painful. Brandon, what about you? Nothing really gets me, gets me squeamish. Uh, I like the blood. Not, not like too, too much. Like if it's like uh, Eddie Guerrero or, you know, some Japanese death match type stuff where it's just kind of spewing. It's kind of, you know, blood like gory for the sake of gory like a czw type of thing that's that's not my thing i'm not like this hardcore deathmatch type guy but uh blood you know some whatever wrist lock ankle holds whatever they i mean they don't really give me that much okay all right all right i see uh alfie lewis let's hope there is true change with the new administration absolutely man love to hear it who do you 420 who do you again Mates, don't live in America, but I'm glad you guys don't have to deal with that whack job anymore. Thanks, bud. I appreciate that. That means a lot. That, that does mean a lot. Shout out, Bernie. I'm loving all the Bernie Sanders memes right now. Oh, yes, yes. Him with the money in the bank is my favorite. Nigerian Prince. Phil, bro, from, uh, bro, from one brother to another, how you feeling about Biden? 
Um, I mean, I, I voted for Big Papa Joe. I did. You know, I hope uh, it looks like he's already um, tried to reverse some of uh, Trump's nonsense within like his, his first day in office. Um, a lot of executive orders I see he was signing and he was speaking on CNN before we started uh, doing this podcast talking about his vaccination plan. But uh, I, I, I think uh, I, I think Joe is going to be 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 good for America for the next four years and hopefully for, for another four after that. Yes, 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 yes. Brandon, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't vote for Joe in the primaries, but I obviously voted for him in the official election. And just because we have a new president doesn't mean the fight stops. No, no, no. Don't get but, complacent because if you yeah. get complacent, we'll be right back where we were four years ago. Yeah, absolutely. You know, let's 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 not get complacent. You know, the, the, there, there's still, you know, something going on. You know, Biden in his inaugural, he said, let's end this uncivil war, which that was a, that, that, was, that was a very poetic I, I heard the inaugural was great. I'm, I'm always a big fan of inaugurals and see how they compare to other presidents in the past. Brandon, you have a favorite inaugural address? I don't know if I have like a favorite inaugural address, but I do have uh, very clear memories. Freshman year, Mr. G's class, we all gathered around the computer to watch, or I guess the, I guess the prompter, to watch Barack Obama's uh, inauguration. The first one? Of course. I was there. I'm old, 2008. Yes, hey, hey Matt, I, I, I was there. I remember that like it was yesterday, man. Royal High School, class 2012, right there. There you go, brother. It was, it was, a, it was a great time, man. And you know, I remember feeling real change. You know, there's my name right there. You can't see it's all blurry. Never mind. It's all, it's all blurry. You can't see it. I do remember real change happening. I was 13 at the time. It was just super cool, super, super fun time, man. It was, it, it was awesome. I think my fa- yeah, I, I might have to go with my man Kennedy. You know, my, my, it's probably my favorite inaugural address. You know, it probably has the most famous line from any speech in history. Ask not what your country could do for you. Ask what you could do for your country. All that great stuff. I know Lady Gaga, uh, J-Lo and Garth Brooks. I'm, yes, yes, yes. And the Foo Fighters, Justin Timberlake and John Legend, who performed later later on in the day. And the young and the young lady who uh, read out that beautiful poem. I know. Only 22. That's that's very impressive. I'm, 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 I'm happy. There is there is some hope for the youth of America, ladies and gentlemen. All right, moving on to Emberitis Day X, Mr. X, break it down. You know, I should have I should have him do that do the album artwork for you for you know when I when I drop this album, Brandon. For, if we're plugging T-shirts, go to Mr. X's socials and and look at his graphic designs. So you can buy a T-shirt from him. Absolutely, Brandon. I'm, I may need your advice on what what should I name my album once I get through with it. The you want to be you want to be you want to be on a track, bro? The Antwine. An experience? Analogy. No, you, you you want to be on a track, dude? I mean, you know, I can you I can I can write. I'm a I'm a I'm a writer. You know, not like a a spitter. Oh okay. Nope. Yo, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get you over here in the studio. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Word to your mother. Oh no, word life. This is basic thugonomics. Okay. Uh, I have an idea. Oh, this is impact. Oh, maybe we need Cindy on here for this. Jesus. All right, here we go. Deanna Perrazzo says she will face any champion. I suggest that uh, they have a winner-take-all match between the Impact, AEW, and NWA Women's Champions, crowning them the Queen of Champions, and they carry around all three belts. What you think? That's I've never heard of that. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Kind of consolidating. You know, I'm a fan of less titles. So if you get one champion, you can bounce them all around all the companies. Politically, don't know how that's going to work out, but uh, 
we're, I guess we're getting back to a, an NWA. We're just going to have a bunch of companies working together and they all have one big champ. Well, I mean, usually like the NWA, they like the big champion, the big gold, but then they all, all the promotions have like their own. The, like re- region, regional championships, like NWA Georgia, like there was the world champion. Then there was like the Georgia state champion, stuff like that. Or like the, the county champion. So yeah. then AEW would have the TNT champion, but then uh, TNA Impact would have the access champion. Absolutely, and in, in all channel champions. Absolutely, NWA they would have the primetime live champion, the yeah. YouTube championship, but they'd have to fight Brian Zane for that. They would have to fight Brian Zane for that. Yes, 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 yes. Good thing there's. I mean, there's already a podcast champion. It's me. You know. Are there any? Are there other podcast champions? Do we know anybody trying to come from my throne? I don't know, but I should be champion because you know, Wrestle Kingdom was two days and we did. Get over it. Get over it. You know, just get over it. It wasn't it wasn't that good. Night one was great because it was my birthday. And then that's it. You know what? From now on, Wrestle Kingdom is only defended on my birthday on January 4th. You know what? That, that's that, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing with the Bullet Cast title. No night twos for Wrestle Kingdom. Just my birthday. And that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There, there, that's what we're doing from now on. Listen back to this tape once we get to January fourth, twenty twenty-two. Okay. All right. Moving on. On that same note, uh, should they bring back the all-in pay-per-view as a joint venture for the three companies? That'd be interesting, man. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. All-in was a godsend, but then again, we have such fond memories of the first one. Maybe we should just leave it as that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest. I'm, I I don't want like all these companies just to to combine and have like a super show. I mean, it could be fun, but then I just think like logistically, how is all this going to work out? Are we going to get smashes? Are we going to get you know one? Are they going to get fifty fifty or whatever thirty three thirty three thirty three booking? Where, yeah, I mean, I I mean, in theory, it's fun to think of, but then in practicality, I just don't know how that's all going to work out. I have no idea. Uh, should we get our hopes up that Nakamura is getting a proper face push now that they brought back his original music? Uh, we shouldn't be getting our hopes up, you know. It's it's WWE. We don't know what's gonna happen. Who faces Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? I have no idea. Did did uh NXT just sign some people? I did see they signed some new women. They signed Priscilla Kelly. Yes, she is now Gigi Dolan. Uh. Elena Black, who is now Coral Jade, and Lacey Ryan, who is now Zoe Stark. So, congratulations to the, the women who have been signed by NXT. That's uh, that's interesting. Now, to be right. honest, all three of those names are stupid and very fake sounding. Yeah, yeah. Almost as dumb as Dolph Ziggler. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you? Why? Why would you talk about Dolph that way? I'm just saying his name. No, his name is great. It's original. It's catchy. You know what? Kenny Omega is stupid. That's 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 stupid. Oh, oh I'm gonna use this 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 Greek symbol. Uh huh. I'm smarter than everybody. Uh huh. Just stupid. Disgrace to Canada. That's why hey, Dolph Ziggler. He he's copied his name after Dirk Diggler. What are you talking about? No, no. It was it was it was what like Dolph Longren. I think I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's where the Dolph come from. 
Okay. Right, right, right. God, why are you, why are you hating on him? He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Don't, don't, don't do that. There's no Ziggler bashing here. I do not appreciate that. Oh, we're gonna go straight to AEW Dynamite. Um, they can't all be. They can't all. They can't all uh, hit. You know, they can't all be home runs. Sometimes you just gotta get a single. Oh God, let's 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 go, let's go through this. Maybe right. maybe this was like a a, a a strikeout, but the catcher dropped it, so then you got you're on first base anyways. Absolutely. It wasn't pretty, but you got the job done, kind of. Absolutely. Uh, Hangman of the Dark Order defeat Luther and his team. Uh, match was it was okay. The the finish was cool. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like the uh, the match. It was good. You know, continuing to do the. Uh, Negative one had a birthday celebration. That was fun. My uh, Brody Lee t-shirt finally came in the mail yesterday. So uh, RIP the exalted one. Um, yeah. I mean, I did enjoy the, the promo, the little after, you know, John Silver trying to propose to Adam page and he said no. And they had like the, the banners come down and cowboy strippers or whatever. were going to come out of the tunnel and they had to push it back. I thought that was enjoyable. Huh? Yes. Uh, negative one's promo was great. Love the kid. Love negative one. New leader of the Dark Order. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, it's his legacy. It's his birthright. Um, all right. Uh, Jericho and MJF promo. How'd you feel? Yep. That was that was a promo. And it was, it, it was fine, happened, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, Sting and Darby Allen are in the ring together. <laughs> um. And, you know, Sting's talking to Darby and all this other stuff. And Team Taz pop up. Uh, Will Hobbs is on uh, AW Unrestricted. Got to go give that a listen. Powerhouse Hobbs. He, 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 he's, he's, Will, he's Will Hobbs to us, guys. Come in, come on. For the Bay Area natives, you know. He's, he's doing it for the Bay. Shout out to Hobbs, man. Anyway, Team Taz pops up on the screen. And <laughs> Taz is like, you guys play dirty. You guys want to take it to the streets? I'm from the streets. I grew up in the streets. Bro, like, it, I so I guess we're going to get a cinematic street fight with Sting and Darby versus Team Taz. Well, I I highly doubt Sting has ever been to the streets a day in his life. Could we say that? I'm, I'm not the biggest Sting fan, so I don't know his personal background. But I I, I don't think that. he's ever been to the streets. And what like when 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 I talk about you know you know like when I when I talk about the streets, you know I don't mean the streets, right? I mean the streets. They're gonna take it to EPA. Hey, they man. want to go to EPA. They, they don't. Hey, hey, man. Hey, you, you know what? Taz is from New York. All right. They might go to Bed Stuy, do or die. You know, like we don't know. We don't know what's going on. You know. God, I mean, but Jesus, look, I got so mad on in the click last night. I started calling Sting by his real name, and it was just a just a whole thing. But I've calmed down since then. Um, I'm tired of him coming up, showing here, showing up here, doing nothing, cutting a promo, not not getting involved. No, just next week, don't bring him on the show. Just don't put him on the show. That's all I ask. I will say, I kind of wish if Sting is just going to be doing this, just being an enforcer and not really getting physically involved, I kind of do wish they were to spread out his appearances and kind of make it a big deal. Or even just, it might be a little too similar to Darby and what Sting did back in the day, but just have Sting like in the, in the, in the nosebleeds, just sitting, just watching over everything. And that's all you got to do. You might you might feel it's like a waste of a paycheck or a waste of time and money, but I, I do agree that I think it's getting a little too repetitive. And this segment in particular 
it was kind of clunky. Sting's never been the best promo. Syntax was kind of weird. The promo from Taz was fine, but then it had like the awkward five second like pause of dead air. And then I don't know if they forgot a line or something. And Darby, the Sting whispered in his ear and Darby was like, we accept whatever. And then that was that. It was just kind of weird. And like, it just didn't really flow for me. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I kind of want Sting to get involved. I mean, Terry Funk was doing crazier stuff at 70. You know what I mean? Like, he was still having death matches at, like, 70 years old. Like, come on, Sting. Just just, just do something. Throw a clothesline or something. You know? But did Terry Funk, like, almost break his neck doing a buckle bomb? It doesn't matter. He was 70 years old. Hmm. No, no, no 70-year-old man should be going through barbed wire tables and whatnot. Terry Funk is built different. He is. He's officially retired. He's done with the fake retirements because he got to he got to up there. Yes. All right. The Young Bucks go to Kenny Omega's house. Um, there, there, there was an interesting portrait of Kenny and Don. Uh, I don't know what goes on in that house, but uh, anyway, the just the gist of it was. Uh, Don says, you know, Kenny changed his phone number. He's trying to weed out things. So how much is it going to take for you guys to go away? Don writes him a check. They're like, hey, we made this last week. You know, writes him another check. Cameraman leaves. The camera's put down. And then something happens to Callis's face. Yeah. I will say, I think this is like a little pet peeve of Tony Khan to where he always addresses it. But I do like how they always address the camera. It's always there's a reason why the camera's there. And it's not like WWE where they just ignore a camera being in the locker room or, you know, Roman and Paul secretly trying to divide a plan about something when there's a cameraman right there. And they, it's obvious, but I do like that going to the actual substance. I mean, the Young Bucks continue to, I question where exactly they're heading. And then also they beat up Don Callis like week three of the program. You would think you, I, I know they didn't show it, but I feel like you put that off. And if you're going to beat up Don Callis, you, you want to make it count later on the blow off or in front of the live crowd. Now we didn't see it. Maybe Don Callis is faking it, but maybe, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. We, uh, we will have to wait and see. All right, Cody Rhodes defeats Pretty Peter Avalon. Uh, this match wasn't the best. Um, Jade Cargill shows up. She is in tip-top shape. I say this every week, but she looks fantastic. Um, yeah, so she shows up, and then P- Peter and Cody wrestle for a little bit. Uh, figure four is locked in. Peter doesn't want to get hit in the face because he's pretty. Because I'm pretty. So he taps out, and uh, yeah. Match, I think, went longer than it needed to be. I know they had Cody selling the knee, but it was a little sloppy at times. Cody had some missed spots. Even the, the Cody cutter, crusher, whatever, was a little sloppy. And they, they got the win. Cody wins as he should. So uh, he's going to talk to Shaq next week. Once again, don't know how the Brandy situation really messed this up, if it did. But uh, they're going back to the, you know, Cody is responding to comments Shaq made, like, a month and a half ago. So why is he doing it now? I guess we're going to have to find out. But also, side note, I do love the bit of Excalibur always messing up Burt Kreischer's name. I, I I guess. I mean, look, Cody, he's an EVP. His wife is newly pregnant. You know, look, there's a lot going on. He's like, okay, now now I have some free time. I'll, 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 I'll get to it. That's how it is. That's just how it is. When you're, a, when you're an EVP of a company or when you have other ish going on. Just send in a tweet. 
he he wants to do it more public than that, which is on television. Which send is on a, television. Send a tout. <sighs> you, you, you a tout boy? Me and Dana Bryan, big touters. Tout, tout, tout. I, I should make a song called Tout, huh? There you go. You're going to help me write that one. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, FTR and Jurassic Express have a um, little encounter in, I guess, FTR's quarters. Uh, so it's going to be Jungle Boy versus uh, Dax Harwood next week. Dax should win. Jungle Boy should come close to getting it. Close, but no cigar. Yeah. I'm kind of on the other end. I think you have Jungle Boy win. He's more of the established singles guy. I know I, maybe it's a little bit of a, of a smudge and you get kind of everyone involved, but I mean, FTR, I just don't know what they're going to do with FTR because clearly the Young Bucks are doing something with Omega. So are they just going to veer off and have a match with FTR? I feel like if you're going to have that match, you have a full-fledged fleshed out storyline. So I would, I think I would put Jungle Boy over. That's just me. Yeah, yeah. But I understand. Yeah, I, I understand the argument on both sides. It's one of those you don't really see any one of them losing, which makes it an interesting match. Absolutely. Uh, Moxley defeats Nick Camarado. Uh, this match went a little too long for my taste. Uh, Moxley just hit him with a paradigm shift and beat him, and then Mox, you know, he just cuts a promo after this. Mm, I mean, it was fine. Moxley gets the win. Another kind of squash match that maybe went a tad bit too long, but uh, maybe keep an eye out for for uh, Nick. Kamarado. Katamaru. That's not his name. That's Casey Cantazaro? What? Is that, is that what you just said? No. Okay. All right. All right. Um, the Kingston family promo. So next week we get Archer versus Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. Not on the script. You forgot to put down Private Party and Matt Hardy won their match. And I guess Pri- uh, Private Party heels now, I guess. Um, They are heels confirmed. Confirmed. Absolutely. Good for them. Yes. All right. And then Maxwell Jacob Friedman and Chris Jericho defeat Proud and Powerful and Sammy Hager to become the official tag team of the Inner Circle. Um, MJF got the roll-up and then they just cut the black. It just cut the black black. Both of us thought that Santana Ortiz should have won this match. It, it makes sense to have MJF get the win because then he can just gloat and say he's the real tag team of the group and everything like that. But match itself, it, it was fine, I guess. It, you know, Jericho's getting up there. He's not exactly going to light the world on fire, so kind of hiding him in a tag team with MJF. It makes sense, but uh, I just don't know what this means for Pride and Powerful and uh, what they can do because uh, my understanding is, like, there's only going to be one tag team. So what is Santana Ortiz going to do? Uh, go to Eddie Kingston. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. All right, Superstar Spotlight. Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? I will give it to Adam Pierce for getting one up on uh, the head of the table. I will go with Alexa Bliss because now she's spooky and she wears like black lipstick. So now that means she's scary. And she yes, beat yes, absolutely. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You remember Paul Bear? I miss that guy. It was a great little Paul Bear. Maybe I, I should, interviews. Maybe I should throw that on my album. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right, Brandon, our promo pick of the week. What is it? 
Well, our promo pick of the week, we're going to go back to 1995. It's a quick, short, 30-second little uh, promo. Shawn Michaels in front of a green screen in front of a beach. Basically just him talking about how he's going to win the Royal Rumble. And it doesn't matter who the champion is coming out of the Rumble. He's going to win. And he ends up doing that. This is the one where Shawn Michaels enters number one and makes the run. And he's the only person in WWE's mind who went from one to 30 and won the whole thing. Is there somebody else? I, I mean, I, I think there is, but uh, they don't acknowledge it. Shawn Michaels is the first, and that's, only, that's the only thing that matters. Because he did it first, it, it matters. Absolutely. Second you know, one doesn't. He's, he's, he, he's it. He's it. You know, greatest in ring performer of all time. All right, close match pick of the week. Christian versus William Regal, ECW Championship Breaking Point, September 13th, 2009. Brandon, this is a deep cut. A very deep cut. Yes, 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 yes. I've been watching a lot of uh, Christian stuff from 09. And that, his ECW title run, bro, like, it, it's underrated. Like, we don't talk about that enough. I know because, like, ECW wasn't what we thought it was going to be or what it should have been. But, like, hey, there, there were some good matches in that last last year of it. And this this is one of them. I mean, they uh, they wrestled in a nice, cool match. It's about, like, I want to say, like, 12 or 15 minutes, but it's good, it's good stuff. Two solid workers, Christian, William Regal, they know – two solid veterans they know what to do and uh William Regal I mean I used to hate him as a kid I thought he was boring but then as I grew up and I uh kind of like you know I had a, a sommelier teach me some some ways of the road I became to appreciate William Regal a lot more war games like a nice red war games shout no. out to uh, Mr. Regal yes absolutely I only do uh, that when it's war games time can't, uh, can't overuse the gimmick it's it happens like what once a year? Come on, you can you can throw it out in a January and then again in the June and then again in November. Nobody nobody will remember. I wait till May. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitter at Bullocast, Instagram the Bullocast, YouTube channel the Bullocast, email is Bullocast. Who is in the number two suite? Swt at gmail dot com. Someone got a text message. Yes, I did get a text message. Uh, we are no longer on. Oh, someone got another text message. Oh yes, Jesus. I'm getting all these text messages. Uh, oh, that's funny. We are no longer on, a, what was it, K-Dub? We are now on 104.7 FM KAPU in Watsonville from Friday nights, 11 p.m. to midnight. So, uh, yeah, listen to us there, guys. Please do it. It's great. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. Thank you guys so much. Um, Royal Rumble's next week. We are going to be doing our predictions for the Royal Rumble. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta retain my baby. You get two picks from Raw, two picks from SmackDown. I think it's gonna be great overall. I, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you, if you're watching the video, go over, go over to the to the uh, audio feed and listen to the first little bit of Rice Rice Baby. It's a great song. I had a lot of fun making it at like 2 a.m. the other day, and they're, they're, it's it's just madness and stupidity, and it's fantastic. All right, guys, stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone messiah. Go Biden Harris. This has been the Bullet Thank you for listening.